Welcome to See the World Differently. Come explore and discover the world around you. Good morning. Today on uh, See the World Differently with Oceanscape Yachts, we're chatting to Janine Barone. She's a travel writer, photographer, comedy screenwriter, fashion and product designer, an artist, an entrepreneur, uh, just to rattle off a few of the many hats that she wears. Um, this was really such a joy and pleasure to chat with Janine. Um, she has such fantastic stories and amazing background and not only travel, but just how all of these different, you know, avenues that she's in really feed into each other and just synchronize up to really inspire and constantly um, give her motivation for the next outlet, you know, whatever it is. She just had a, a screenplay um, select as a finalist for a film festival coming up, uh, not to mention the many different travels and uh, stories that await us to follow along with her. So uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode with Janine. Please give her a follow. She mentions all of her uh, websites and uh, handles on social media. And of course, if you don't always already follow us, uh, we're Oceanscape Yachts on Instagram. And obviously the podcast is in iTunes and Google Podcasts. Uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode and give Janine a follow so you can keep up to date on all of her latest news. Enjoy. Okay, today we're here with Janine Barone. Um, Janine wears many different hats in the industry, a travel writer, jewelry maker, screenwriter, a little bit of everything. Um, if you could just share a little bit about you know, how you got started first in the travel sphere and then how that sort of led to all of your other avenues. That would be fantastic. We're, we're so excited to have you. Well, thank you. And I'm so grateful that you reached out to me. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, my background is very eclectic. Um, I think I became a travel writer. <laughs> I know this is going to sound weird, but I came from a very religious home uh, and we were, I was very disadvantaged. It was very dis dysfunctional and we never traveled. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't even go to the beach. Okay. And um, as soon as I went to college at, at uh, Columbia University, I never went back and I decided I have to see the world. And, and that's really how it started. Um, obviously I was not a travel writer when I was in college, but I have a natural curiosity for the world to see how other people live um, about how they eat, what they eat, how plants grow in different parts, just everything. And so that's why I became a travel writer. Yeah, that's the a real hats, hunger. <laughs> yes, for, for knowledge. Yeah. But the other hats come from my, my curiosity. Uh, I always had an interest in many things. And unlike most adults that settle into one thing, I didn't go for that. Even in college, I had two majors and two minors, and I was discouraged from doing that. Even at Barnard, I, you know, I went to Barnard at Columbia. Um, I just moved forward, uh, doing everything I wanted to do, and that's what I currently do. I'm a comedy writer. I write children's books. I'm a fashion designer. Um, I'm a photographer. Obviously, I'm a travel writer. I do a lot of things. So I wear like seven or eight hats, and I do it all. Yeah, and do you find? you know, some people thrive on that too, right? Do you think if, whereas other people would see that and think, I don't even know how I can keep things straight. Do you find they kind of feed into each other too? Like I'm assuming, you know, travel inspires some of your, your other writing, not just your travel writing. And then it inspires your design. And obviously photojournalism is a big thing too for you. So do you find it's kind of this nice cohesive, you know, seven or <laughs> seven or eight hats that you can wear all at once too? No, you're totally right about that. Um, everything informs everything else. Obviously, 
when I talk to people and they'll say, I don't understand how these all relate. Well, they all relate because they're all about being creative. Mm -hmm. And obviously travel writing, travel photography, those go together. But I started my company, Land of J Inc., which is where I produce my uh, clothing and accessories line because I got robbed of everything in Madrid, which is hard to believe because Madrid is my city. Uh, you know, I visited every year I, I had been and um, I decided I would start a line of clothing and accessories that are all about pockets because women can never have too many pockets. In fact, they have too few pockets. Very true. So obviously being a travel writer and a traveler informed that. And all my knowledge goes into my comedy writing because weird things happen on the road, as you can imagine. It's all related. Yeah, yeah. And fun tidbits too, you know, if you're doing one job <laughs> for something, it can come up somewhere else. And I think absolutely what I love too though is your um kind of your ethos to traveling as well. Like and I now knowing a little bit more about that you didn't get to do a lot as a child, you know, you're really seeking out that knowledge. So you one of your main you know, concepts is valuing hidden treasures. You're not just going, okay, this is where to go. This is where the quote unquote guidebook, you know, says we should go. You want off the beaten track. You want to get close to the culture and, and really immerse yourself. Um, what can you share with our listeners about how to do that themselves? You know, if they're looking to be a little bit more adventurous and really immerse themselves in the culture around them, venture off that beaten path, what can you recommend from your own travel and experience? Well, I mean, first of all, I do a lot of reporting before I go to a place. Now, I know people feel this way, that way about it. Some people like to just drop in and be spontaneous. I'm actually not spontaneous. And a lot of people make fun of me. Like, you should just drop in and see what happens. That's not me. And so I do tons of reporting. But when I do my reporting, I'm not looking for signature sites. In fact, I do not do the signature sites. So when I visited Istanbul for the first time, I didn't want to see anything that is on the postcard. I looked for, you know, little alleyways, little little urban gardens that nobody really cares about, but I care about. So that's one thing, the reporting. But the other thing is when I drop into a locale anywhere in the world, I always seek out independent proprietors like a coffee shop owner, the woman who owns the independent art gallery, et cetera, et cetera. And I ask them, where would they go? They're not going to tell me about a signature site, especially mm -hmm. when I tell them I don't go for signature sites. And I, I often seek out women because I often travel alone. As a woman traveling alone, you kind of have to be cautious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not going to go down the alley where kind of not great after nine o'clock at night. Um, so between the reporting and asking for uh, asking independent, you know, entrepreneurs what they seek out, that's how I find the hidden treasures. And that I'm sure also sets you apart, you know, when you are going back to the fashion side or something like that, you're getting not what everyone would be seeing of that area. You know, like you go to Istanbul, a lot of the fashions going to look the same, but you're maybe gaining inspiration from what you see in that creative lens. And, you know, I'm sure the people you meet make for excellent photographs and things like that. So it's, it's very cool how it is very interconnected, you know, and people aren't sure how it works. It's quite, I'm seeing it clearly, but maybe that's a creative to a creative as well. But uh, I imagine you come yeah. back very inspired. Absolutely. But I'm always inspired. Even I don't have to go away to be inspired. Like right now I'm on Roosevelt Island, which is 
an island where it's in New York City, but a lot of New Yorkers don't even know where it is. It's literally a five-minute tram ride from Midtown East. And it's curious that people don't come here. And all winter I was here because there's a great cafe where I like to work as floor to ceiling windows. And I found all sorts of inspiration in terms of the of the trees and the foliage and the cherry blossom festival. And so I'm inspired no matter where I go. It does not have to be a, a place that's far afield. Right. Which is nice because then you're not, uh, COVID didn't slow you down in some ways <laughs> being completely well, actually, stranded. I traveled, well, actually, I tra- sorry to interrupt. Um, I traveled all during the pandemic with the exception of the three months of lockdown. Okay. Um, I, uh, you know, my uh, boyfriend, uh, he's uh, at risk. So I wanted to find places that were COVID safe, but were also lovely. And so I traveled all through the Northeast. I went to uh, Rhode Island, uh, Delaware, uh, Massachusetts, you know, Cape Cod, Connecticut, New Jersey, went to the seashore, went to all sorts of parks and gardens. So I never stopped traveling. And yeah. that was great. Yeah. And it was also, you know, a lot of guests we've had on during this time since it has dragged on, you know, we're entering the third year. Luckily, we think most of it's behind us, but uh, that re-immersion in your local travel too, I imagine you know, you've probably made the most of it all the time. Like you say, you know, you're constantly looking for inspiration, not just far flung, but it's also that good excuse to be like, you know what, I want to spend a little bit more time up on the Cape or on the New England coast or whatever it is. And and you have the time and ability to do so. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I always, you know, go locally uh, when there's the opportunity, but I did more of it, obviously, during the pandemic and I'm still doing it. Like, I don't think I spent enough time in New Jersey, and there are just wonderful um, sculpture gardens and and neighborhoods, downtowns that are easily accessible to mass transit. I don't like to drive. And so you take New Jersey Transit, you end up in a great town. You can go to some awesome contemporary art museums and galleries and visit some wonderful parks and gardens that are walking distance from a train. So um, we should all embrace that. Yes, especially now with lots of flight delays and bags lost and everything, you know, we can find it right on our doorstep sometimes. And do you have any travel memories that really stand out? I mean, the uh, pickpocket story, I think that just grew into a whole other arm for you of of something to do is fantastic. Do you have any others that stand out for you? um, Good or bad, I guess, you know, putting a spit on it. Well, I mean, I love everywhere I go for different reasons, but my three favorite places, and everything about them is wonderful, uh, is Portugal, particularly the Alentejo region that I just got back from, um, the Faroe Islands, that a lot of people don't know where they are, but they are just a real treasure, and they're totally pristine, and Iceland. Now, I know Iceland is on everyone's list, but um, I always, of course, visit the places in Iceland that nobody goes to. So those are my three places that people should think about going to seriously. Yeah. And I know it's funny you mentioned Faroe Islands. You know, when somebody says a place and then you feel like it's just synchronicity, everyone all of a sudden is talking about it, not in a way that this place is going to blow up and be incredibly busy, but it just seems like that's a place, maybe something within us during the pandemic has been seeking out to places that are a little bit more wild and, you know, in touch with nature and not such busy city centers anymore. Absolutely. I mean, that's, uh, 
that's a country that where the people really care about their environment. Uh, the capital, Torsavn, is just beautiful. And, you know, I like, as a travel writer, I like to dispel myths. People may think the Faroe Islands is all about sheep and salmon fishing. Of course, there are sheep and salmon fishing. But right. the capital is so savvy, so much contemporary art. I've written about it extensively. And it's just a gem. So yeah. I, I can't recommend the Faroe Islands enough. Okay, fantastic. And is that, you've been doing more traveling, as you say, do you have any places coming up, whether for business or just pleasure that you're looking forward to? Well, what's really funny when you say pleasure, I actually never go anywhere unless it's for, to write about. Some element. (laughs) I'm a workaholic. So I'm going to Denmark in August to go uh, biking on six islands. I've been to Denmark before. It was a very long time ago. And these are um, islands I have not bicycled. And then in September, I'm doing um, a biking trip in Prince Edward Island where I've never been. And I'm very much looking forward to that. Okay. I'm actually headed down to Prince Edward Island next week. So that's funny. Again, synchronicity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're up in Canada and I'm actually, I'm from the East Coast, New Brunswick. And uh, I haven't been back in a while. And I felt that calling too with the pandemic. I mean, luckily we've been able to do some travel as well, flying around, but I feel like people have this renewed interest in our own shores, you know, and it's really great to see people, you know, putting money back into their local economy too. But uh, cool. I'm really going to look forward to reading your piece on it though. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I love Canada and I love New Brunswick. So um, yeah. Well, you're very close. Canada. Yeah. We'll have to yeah. try to meet somewhere, somewhere halfway or something one day. <laughs> That would be great. Yeah. And I have to say, just because I don't know if you're going to plug it yourself, but I was just complimenting you before we started. One of your short screenplays was been selected as a finalist at the a film festival coming up. So that's, I mean, to have all these hats and be so successful, it's, it's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I love Woods Hole as a venue. I love the Woods Hole Film Festival. They have more than a hundred films there. Um, it's just a great place to network, see good films. And I'm glad my script was uh, one of the selected as one of the finalists. So yay. <laughs> we'll have to see how that all pans out for you. Yeah. And do you, I know a lot of people, especially in this sphere of, you know, freelancing and, and, and having different fingers and different pies don't like to necessarily look so far ahead, but you've mentioned you're a planner. Do you have any idea in your head, like in a few years, this is kind of where I see myself, or do you prefer to kind of take opportunities as they arise? It's the latter. I, yeah. I don't, it's kind of like when I was in high school and they asked me, where do you see yourself? And it's just not my style. Yeah. So I don't, I don't do that. Uh, I like, you know, melding all the many things I do and continue to do that as to where I will go or what I'll publish or what films I'll make. We'll see what happens, but yeah, it's just the way I, I operate. Yeah. Well, and it leaves you open too as well, right? To opportunities Absolutely. that come up. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. So let us know where to find you. Cause you, you mentioned your brand, your, you've got a website, Instagram, people want to find you. Where can they find you? So on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at J creature travel. That's just the letter J because it's all about me, Janine. And my website is J the Amazing. Okay. Well, I'm so excited to to follow you in all your different ventures and you've got a new fan up here in Canada. So I can't wait to see what, what happens next. Oh, well, thank you, Rebecca. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you again so much. Thank you for being here. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to see the world differently. 
Until next time, keep daydreaming.